It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. One piece on T. Higgins, and here we go again with the discourse. Let's reset the T. Higgins conversation and talk about the Bengals' choices for their star wide receiver. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. You can find this show if you're new on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast, hit the subscribe button. Really helps us. We really appreciate when you do that. And it makes it easy to become an everydayer. Join the many Bengals fans out there who don't miss an episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Today's episode, in which we will be discussing T. Higgins' future again, as we will, I'm sure, again on this podcast in the near future is brought to you by game time where you can save money on tickets on the game time app by using code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. And James, as we dive into resetting the conversation on T Higgins and dedicating an entire episode to it here, this is on the heels of a Paul Daner jr. Article in a series he's working on over at the athletic that was aggregated by one of Mike Florio's, employees for pro football talk and suddenly is news that the Bengals are expected to franchise tag T Higgins. I thought it was done. I thought that's the only news that was, was next. Right. And I know the tag window obviously hasn't started yet, by the way, that's Tuesday, February 20th at 4 PM. Eastern is the earliest the Bengals or any team can use their franchise tag for the 2024 season. But I thought that was the news. Like when I saw the PFT article, I had actually read Paul's piece that, uh, of, uh, and I'm like, okay. And then I, I see the article and I click it. And I'm like, oh, you got me. It's just Paul saying that he's going to be tagged. Look, no one's surprised by this. If you're an everydayer, if you're remotely following the Bengals at all, or have listened to this podcast here and there during the off season, I think you're very aware that the Bengals plan on tagging T Higgins and and keeping him around. And I guess this confirms it, but I thought we already had that confirmation. There was no chance they were going to let him walk, which that's the one scenario of all of their options. That is like the doomsday. I'm going to throw my arms up and, and really make them feel my wrath, even though they don't give a dang what I say. But I would be really frustrated with them had they opted to do that. They were never going to do that and let him 
become a free agent. So as far as news goes, I, I guess it is news to the rest of the NFL, maybe news to Deshaun Watson uh, or news to some Titans fans that are clamoring for the idea of T Higgins joining them in free agency this off season. But yeah, T is set to, to be at least under contract or at least under team control. He has to sign that contract under team control for the 2024 season. And that's even applicable to some of the guys we talked about yesterday and like the defensive tackle conversation that could be franchise tagged, where we're talking about, yeah. you know, Christian Wilkins and Justin Matabike. Those guys could be franchise tagged. I think it might even be expected that the Dolphins franchise tag Christian Wilkins. So that, that does come up for other players on other teams as well. When you're looking at your free agency plans and you're putting together your offseason simulators and stuff like that it might be worth waiting for franchise tag news for teams you don't follow as closely or go check out the lockdown podcasts that are relevant to those teams and, and see what they've said about some of their highly coveted first time free agents, especially the early round picks, the guys that have been pro bowlers and see what their plans are as far as franchise tags for T Higgins. Like you said, like we've said on this podcast, we've been expecting the franchise tag on T Higgins since they didn't get an extension done probably like a year ago not not quite a year ago but you know what seven eight nine months ago this isn't quote-unquote news by any stretch but it could be news insofar as bringing it to the national awareness and uh, and i wonder how many people saw that and and it was like oh didn't realize they were going to do that now i know but Good for PFT for letting everybody know. Yeah, I, I I think it was really their only option unless they thought that they were going to get a deal done between now and Tuesday or now in that tag window when it ends. And it's it's right before the legal tampering period in early March, basically post-combine. So between now or between Tuesday and then post-combine, we'll get the news that they're going to franchise tag T. Higgins. Who knows? Maybe the Bengals want to get it done before the combine. but. What it does do is it does lengthen their window to negotiate a long-term extension. Not only does it prevent him from going to free agency, but it, it gives them until July to potentially hammer out a deal. And I, I will say, and we'll talk about trades and possibilities and all of those things, but it, and if it's right to, to make the tag uh, or, or to tag him, but to me, giving yourself a, a longer shot to get a deal done makes sense. That alone I do wonder how realistic it is in the Bengals' minds that they get a deal done. And that's a big part of the tagging T conversation as well. Yeah, and then there's a conversation of what does an extension look like? Is there a precedent for paying Jamar Chase and T. Higgins? Is there a precedent for paying two skill guys top of market money? Is there logic to paying two skill guys top of market money, especially when your QB isn't on a rookie deal. I think it's probably even a different conversation. If your QB, is, if the Bengals are in a different situation, they have Jamar Chase and T Higgins, but they're in position to draft Jaden Daniels or Drake may or Caleb Williams this year. Oh my God. Jake Lisko wants to trade Joe Burrow for Jaden Daniels. I can't believe you said that. Please clip this and quote it on social media. Weird. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> The Bengals were in a position where they didn't have the quarterback. I think it's a lot easier to say, yeah, let's lock up these two weapons for the duration of that rookie QB deal. It is a little bit different because Burrow isn't on the rookie QB deal. That's all I was saying. 
You're not, not saying T. Higgins is more valuable than Joe Burrow? Yeah, not whatever weird. Uh, just weird trying to get you saying. trying yeah. to get you on PFT, baby. Clipped. Tr- trying to get me cold takes exposed or something. But Andre Perota, our guy who is our resident cap consultant. We have to have him on, by the way. Bengals we cap to, stuff. We, we do. Shoot him a message. Did a breakdown of a potential Higgins extension and compared the cap hit by percentage of Burrow Higgins Chase to Manning Harrison Wayne, which is the closest comp, I think, in recent history for big cap expenditures on skill players and a quarterback. And for the first couple of years of Burrow Higgins Chase, 25-26, which would be not 2024, not next season, but in two seasons, you're looking at 31% of the cap, 34% of the cap in 26 and then 35 percent of the cap in 27 for manning harrison wayne it was 21 25 then 35 a big jump in the third year of keeping that trio together the bengals would be more in that third year territory for the duration of the burrow higgins chase potential deals depending on whether or not they ever do a restructure they they do have the joe burrow contract that they can push cap money around on potentially into the future if they see fit and that is based on you know projected cap numbers for 25 26 27 where we don't know what exactly the salary cap will be those years point is is there is precedent for this sort of thing it's a pretty close comparison with the colts although for a couple years for the colts they did have lower cap hits than the bengals will by a little bit in terms of percentage of the cap so it will be a little bit more tying on the bengals in terms of what they're doing elsewhere but to say it's never been done before is not quite accurate either. Yeah, I, I think that's that's fair. And I, I think the Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, it it works and it applies to a degree. I also think that wide receivers never been more valued or valuable. And so it's just tough. Even with the cap percentages, uh, it, it's tough to make the comp. But to your point, I think it can be done. Should it be done? That's another discussion. We should dive into that a bit. We should dive into what the franchise tag would do for keeping T. Higgins around in 2024. So let's do that and much, much more coming up next. This next segment is brought to us by our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off of our chest. Whether it's big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. And it's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life And so today I want to say how I really feel about something. This time of year when the weather is chilly, we're supposed to get snow again. It's getting dark, not as early, but it's still getting dark early. It's tough, especially no football. And so whatever's bothering you, it might be good to turn to BetterHelp. And whether it's big or small, BetterHelp uh, is there to help you. So if you've thought about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient inflexible suited to your schedule, which is a huge part of it. There's no doubt it's online. So you can jump in with a therapist after answering a questionnaire and you can switch therapists at any time. All you have to do is visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So when you talk about should the Bengals franchise tag T. Higgins, should the Bengals extend T. Higgins? Not will they, not is that in their business model, not will it be possible from a cap perspective. I think that's where things get interesting because you can understand that it is possible from a cap perspective. And and if you only look at the receivers, you're talking about the receivers plus the quarterbacks, the cap hit percentages are even closer to what the Colts did. And the Colts in those years, by the way, won a Super Bowl, went 13 and three, went 12 and four in two regular seasons and, and 13 and three in the other. So it's not like they were an unsuccessful team in those years. So there's a precedent for paying two receivers. There's a precedent for winning with two receivers. But like you said, James, that was a different time. Manning and Burrow are different players. Wayne and Harrison are different players to Higgins and and to Jamar Chase. So when you're talking about it, there's two things. It's should the Bengals franchise tag T, let them play out the franchise tag. And anyone who's listened to the show knows you're opposed to that idea generally. You, you would rather see them get something for T if he's not going to be a Bengal for a full extended contract. But when you ask that question, should the Bengals let T Higgins play 2024 out on the franchise tag? What you're really asking is, does $21 million of cap and cash spend on T Higgins in 2024 make the Bengals the best version of the team in 2024 compared to $21 million potentially spent elsewhere and whatever trade capital they could obtain for T Higgins in a trade. And this is assuming that an extension doesn't happen when you're just focused on one year. That's what the question boils down to. Yeah. And you could argue a bunch of different ways because would you rather have T Higgins or Justin Matabike? Would you rather have T Higgins or Christian Wilkins? If, if one of those guys is available, would you, I think there would be some that would say, let's go the defensive tackle route. Now, I think T. Higgins is really valuable. And when they had him on the field with a healthy Joe Burrow and a healthy Jamar Chase, which was really rare, by the way, this year, when they were all healthy, they were really good. And this offense showed flashes and showed promise. And we know how it can operate and how it can look. And and that's that's the challenge of of going this route because I could totally see the franchise looking at it and saying guy who's injury prone or, or or has at least dealt with injuries in every year, he's always getting nicked up and missed the most time throughout his career this past season. But we know what he brings when he's out there. He's a really big factor, really big part of our offense. We don't want to commit long-term money to him. Let's just tag him. Like I, I think the simplicity of that could totally line up and you could make the argument. But when I look at the rest of the roster, when I know that if if they tag T. Higgins, that's probably their biggest cash spend this offseason in free agency. And that takes them out of some of these, these high-end defensive tackles. Like there is no Chris, not that there would be a Chris Jones sweepstakes anyways, but there sure as heck isn't a Chris Jones sweepstakes if T. Higgins is tagged. And so when you you do all that, tagged and kept, by the way, to be clear. So when you do the math there, I, I think it makes it more challenging. And T's a player I like. I want them to keep him. 
I also think that they could view it the way I just laid out a second ago, simplicity wise. We're really good with him. We don't want to pay him long term. Tagging him keeps us not only relevant, but makes our, our offense as good as it can be in 2024. And to that, I would just have a bunch of questions about what their next moves would be, how flexible they would be cap wise, what they would be willing to do to push the envelope more. Because if you're tagging team, you're keeping them around. You need to make sure that some of these other holes are addressed as well. Isn't that what you would expect the Bengals to do? I mean, that's tagging what we people? have. Yeah, that's what we've talked about is the most likely scenario oh, all along. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. Oh, they'll do. And Eric, Mike Florio, breaking news. The Bengals are going to tag and keep T for the 2024 season. I believe and, that. I'd be maybe, pretty shocked if they didn't. And maybe an extension gets done. Like, they'll probably work on it. But last year, from what we understand, they were never close. What would you give percentage-wise right now that an extension gets done? Your confidence level. Your confidence level. Like 25% tops. 20%, 20 25%. You're higher than me. I'll go with, I'll go with T's number. I'll go with T's number. Five? Five percent. Yeah. It, it isn't 85 anymore for those wondering. Five percent. Yeah. I just don't think it gets done. Because are, are they going to give him a second year guaranteed? They don't do that for a guy that missed so many snaps this past year and has missed snaps every year in mm -hmm. his career. I, I just don't think they will. It's so hard because when he's healthy and Jamar hasn't been healthy, he's performed really well. When they're both on the field together, they've performed really well as an offense. He's been a big part of big games. He had eight catches for 110 yards against Buffalo in you know, his second or first best game of the season, depending on you know where you, where you value different stats. But that was his most efficient game of the season in terms of catching his targets. He caught eight out of nine targets in that game. 13.8 yards per catch. And, and the yards per catch for T were up this year compared to 2022. But as we talked about in the season, you know, the drops became an, a, a bigger issue this year than they ever had been in his Bengals career. Most of those early in the season, most of those in weeks one and three, but then coming back up in 14 and 15 against Minnesota and Indianapolis. The catch percentage on targets was significantly lower than it had been maybe that reflects the kind of targets he was getting but drops are a factor there as well but you still know what kind of player t higgins can be he can win vertically he can win over the middle he can win after the catch he can win at the catch point in contested catch situations he does a lot of things at a really high level for you as a type of receiver the bengals don't have if he goes and and you could argue about joseph Osh, but t higgins is bigger and better at the catch point at least right now then Yosevash can be in, and you're talking about a significant step down. T's also still young, just turned 25, and these are plenty of reasons that you would want to keep him around. But what the Bengals are likely to do, given their history, you're talking about pushing the envelope and what else they would do to, to push the team into a one-year year, uh, one go of it with T. Higgins on the franchise tag. And what they would likely do is kind of look for value in the free agency market, do what they've done the last couple of years. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, but they wouldn't be swinging for the fences in free agency. And I don't think they would be anyway, because that's the kind of team they are. That's the kind of approach they take to free agency. You could make an argument that this year would be a little bit different, potentially in the interior defensive line where there are multiple players they need. 
and they have a big contract coming off the books in DJ Reader. But regardless of that, if they spend the money on T, it would probably diminish their approach to the rest of free agency. And that's where the the cost of the franchise tag shows up. It's very inflexible from a cap perspective. It all goes into one year. All that cash and cap is one year spend. And, and it does tie them a little bit. And that's another downside. Not only do you lose him the following year and hope you get a comp pick if everything goes perfectly, you also have a, a big cap and cash expenditure in one year that restricts you elsewhere. And they should always be so aggressive in free agency, especially if they didn't sign T and they don't have that hit to where they're probably not getting a third round comp pick back for him, <laughs> right? Like where, where it's it's really tough to to envision that scenario. I, I want them to be aggressive in free agency every single year with Burrow. Yeah. And they have been to their credit. And that needs to continue. I don't, they could win the Super Bowl next year. And I still think they need to be aggressive. It doesn't matter. So we'll see if they go that route. But all right. So we know what the franchise tag costs. We both agree that they'll probably keep him on the tag. What about the possibility of a trade? We will dive into that coming up next. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Yes, Bengals season is over, but there are plenty of concerts this summer. I know Luke Combs is coming to Cincinnati, and it's at Paycor Stadium, by the way, so maybe you want to check out Luke. Well, even if it's a last-minute decision and you take it up until the wire when training camp starts, because I think it's early August when Luke is here, you got to get to Game Time because Game Time is the perfect place to go at gametime.co to get the tickets to the next big event you're looking for. For example, the Combines later this month, thinking about checking out the Indiana Pacers while I'm in Indianapolis. Well, Game Time is where I'm going to go. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your next purchase from all-in prices that show exactly how much your seat's going to cost to of you directly from that seat Game Time is the app you need right now. And you can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. So whether you want to check out the NBA, red season right around the corner, the next big event, including concerts, Game Time is the place to go. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Everything has a cost. That is the world of the salary cap. That's why we spent all that time talking about pie. Because if you spend some pie. Still hungry. Somewhere. You have less pie elsewhere. Tagging and trading, T. Higgins, does have a cost, and it does have a complication. And this is something that I think John Sheeran wrote about first, and, and apologies if anyone else did, and if you did, James, or if you've talked about it. But the one complicating factor is, from a timing perspective, if the Bengals franchise tag T. Higgins, that eats up your cap space. 
And if they can't get the trade done until, say, draft day, they don't get to use that cap space in free agency until the trade is completed. There is precedent for tagging and trading a player before free agency opens, but if that is the Bengals' plan, that would be the best way to do it, is to get it done immediately so that they have the full complement of salary cap space and cash available to spend in unrestricted free agency. Yep. That's the way to do it. And it is complicated because T's not going to want to sign the tag until an extension is done, agreed to with that new team. So there, there's a lot of factors there. What I will say is if I'm the Bengals and you think that this is an option or you want to explore this option, do it at the combine. You're already going to have your mind made up. Do it at the combine where you're talking to these teams. I think Jacksonville would be interested. I do think that Brian Callahan's Tennessee Titans would be interested. The Cardinals, everyone thinks Marvin Harrison Jr. is going there at four. Okay, fine. Well, what about Marvin Harrison Jr. and T. Higgins being the one-two punch for Kyler Murray? Would not be shocked there if they had some interest with all the picks they have. So there are options, and those are just three that I'm throwing out there. I think the Packers have a bunch of picks in the top 100. I would at least talk and do the due diligence aspect of this. But to your point, you don't want to get caught where you finally get a deal done for T and then whatever plan that you had free agent wise, you can't use it and you can't carry it out because of the the cap implications of the the tag, the $21 million, the $21 million haircut. And so there's a couple of things in there. I, I think one, you have to have a plan. What are you going to do with Nick Scott? What are you going to do with Joe Mixon? Are there any other cut candidates? And so there you go. You could free up some space that way that could alleviate that. But you want to be able to, to use that on quality players. And that doesn't mean that they're going to take it right up to the cap with a Jamar Chase extension that could get done this offseason. I think they'll try to extend Money Mac, Evan McPherson as well, even though that's kicker money. It's not going to matter much. But after that, there aren't many extensions coming. Jackson Carmen's not getting extended, Jake. It's Ooh. just not happening. So I I think that is it's tough, but I don't want that to be the excuse as to why they don't do it. Things are tough. All right. It's hard to maneuver, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. And it doesn't mean that that should prevent them from being willing to trade T. Higgins. I think that would be a pretty good tell as to whether or not they're going to do it, though. I think if they get to free agency and it's not done, I mean, I think actual free agency, not just the tampering period, the uh, two-day window of negotiating with unrestricted free agents that will, will happen. I think if they get to free agency and the trade's not done, we'll know that it's not going to get done. And I don't think we're really anticipating it anyway. But in addition to that complication and that cost, if you do trade him, you're getting worse at receiver. Pretty cut and dry. You're sure. almost certainly getting worse at receiver. You're losing a player that Joe Burrow stood up on the podium or sat at the podium in his post-game presser and said, that's a player we're expecting back. Losing a guy who has expressed a desire to be back and Jamar Chase, his running mate, has ex- expressed a desire for him to be back. So from a human element, from a human aspect, there's a cost from a Football team aspect, there's a cost in terms of talent, very likely. And so it's not like you could just trade them for free. There's obviously upside. You could spend that money elsewhere. You could draft a receiver. You could get additional draft capital that you probably have to turn around and invest in receiver right away. 
But you could sign a receiver. I mean, you could sign a, a receiver. If you did that, you'd probably want to go cheaper, right? Because otherwise, just pay T. Well, sure. It, it would have to be cheaper because no one is T on the free agent market, mm-hmm. at least upside-wise. His market's yeah. bigger than anybody's. Yeah. Yeah, because of age and all those things as well. Upside, like you say. Mm-hmm. Um, point is, is that it's not super simple. The, the should part of this. There is a cost in both directions. The extension even has a cost, as we mentioned earlier, the, the cap hits going forward, the way the Bengals do contracts specifically. All of these options have a cost. They will all tie you in one way or another. They either require you to replace T. Higgins, they require you to account for a massive cap hit in year one, or they require you to account for cap hits with Burrow, Higgins, and Chase down the road. And that will come out of the pie that we've talked about for other spots. Or it will be available for other spots. So the, the whole point of that whole long speech is just to say that it's not cut and dry. There will be a lot of opinions about this. And it, it feels like that won't really even matter to me because he's just going to play the year on the franchise tag. Here's here's the part of the 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 human element of it with Burrow and T or Burrow Chase, all those things. What they said, if T plays on the tag this year, he is signing elsewhere next year. It is over. <laughs> it, it's not like it's oh well, maybe they'll get a deal done next. No way. Like it just mm-hmm. won't happen. I'd be shocked if it happened. It would be really stunning. And so they're going to be mad then or now. I, I I just, that element of it, that if I'm the front office, I can't care about that as much as it matters because it does matter to a degree. Now that doesn't mean you replace T with, oh my goodness. I, I don't know the fifth wide receiver on the Texans because he's a free, you know, Noah Brown doesn't mean you go out and sign Noah Brown and then that's your two re- second receiver. Like that can't be the replacement, but if you do a good job in the off season and use the assets wisely, I don't think Burrow's going to complain about that, but you have to do it right. And it is hard to do it right. And so it's a dilemma for a lot of us. I think it's pretty cut and dry for the Bengals. Like I said, I'd be surprised if it wasn't just tag keep and how I simplified it earlier in the episode guy with a lot of injuries Really valuable. We don't want to pay him long-term due, due to the injuries and a bunch of other reasons, but he's worth it for the tag this year, and he makes us better. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it, it's that cut and dry for the Bengals. Maybe I'm dead wrong. That's just a feeling. It's not like Duke Tobin t- called me and told me that, but but that's that's the vibe I get. And it does give them, as they love to do, a year to prepare for the departure, a year to spend extra capital and development time on receiver, and – it also gives them a year to figure out what direction they want to go in terms of how they want to allocate money. Because you look at the Super Bowl teams, there's one weapon on the Chiefs that is on a big deal with Patrick Mahomes. They hit on Rasheed Rice. The 49ers have a quarterback on a rookie deal, so that's not really a comparison. The Lions are paying a quarterback. They've got some rookie deals for their weapons. The Ravens are paying their quarterback. They've got Mark Andrews and a mid-level contract for Odell Beckham Jr. and guys on rookie deals. So what does that tell you? Well, they got a hit in the draft. No matter what, the upcoming drafts are incredibly important regardless of the decision on T. Higgins. Sure, they they are important. I also think that the Chiefs, 
no one should try to the Chiefs are gonna try to get multiple weapons this offseason. They are right and, and but they're gonna do it on rookie deals, most likely. Well, unless they spend the Chris no. Jones money there. I, I think that they will sign a, a proven guy. I really do. Now maybe it'll not. probably maybe be both. Because look at what they've done recently. It's been like Juju Smith Schuster level guys, mid-level guys, you know. Sure. And and it helped, mm-hmm. you know. And and so maybe they'll go after Boyd. Oh, good God. Um Look at me just thinking about weird scenarios. That would be a weird one, but it could happen. I think that the Chiefs, the the blueprint there is, okay, well, yeah, if you can have an elite interior offensive line, elite secondary, and find ways to draft that, well, the Bengals have drafted secondary, you know, in, in each of the past two years, and, and they're banking on these guys to develop. But that, that's that's the difference. Like, of course, if you could have an elite interior line, Really good linebackers, good D-line, good secondary. Around Burrow, sounds great. I just think that they're they're more reliant on their weapons and wide receivers th- than the Chiefs are because of where the Chiefs are really, really good. They and, have including, including running back, by the way. Isaiah Pacheco would be the best running back the Bengals have by far. Most of that success for the Chiefs comes from hitting draft. in the draft. And no that, that, to me, is the biggest difference between the Bengals and the Chiefs. And that's a whole other conversation that we could have another day is the Chiefs draft success differentiating them in recent years to the Cincinnati Bengals That's and health of the quarterback. But that is the single biggest difference between these two teams, in my opinion. High, high level. Big, big picture. Sure, sure. Yeah. Over the past two years, it's, it's and, really, yeah. And, and something we can dive into perhaps another day here on the Locked On Bengals podcast because we're done for today. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening. day and have a good Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.